0: You are listening to episode number 26 of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Gordon and thank you so much for joining me on episode number 26. Today's episode is going to be kind of short and sweet and right to the point and it is going to be about failure. So a lot of people have a lot of different thoughts and feelings and interpretations of the word failure and you know how they feel about that and what that really means to them. And I'm going to kind of just move through some of this stuff briefly and tell you what I think about failure and why I love failure and why I think it's absolutely critical. Now I am involved in a mastermind that is coached by a particular individual. And that person has always told me, uh, that failure doesn't really exist. That failure is, is really just feedback. So there is no such thing as failure. All there is, is feedback. So when you go to try something new, you will receive feedback. Sometimes that feedback is in the form of no sales or zero people responding to your survey or zero people joining your email list or zero people buying your thing or whatever. And that is only considered failure if you quit and that that's the end of your journey. And I've always loved that that approach. I've always loved thinking about it that way. Um, but there's something to that that I want to expand upon. So before I do, uh, I just want you to think for a second what you think of and how you interpret the word failure and whether or not you have started doing something, uh, building a, a brand or a business or an income stream or something outside of your nine to five job, uh, then, you know, how, how has that gone and have you quote unquote failed? Along the way, have you started something and then abandoned it because it wasn't doing so well? You know, How do you interpret the word failure? So let's talk for a second about one of my failures. Right, This is something that would probably cause a lot of people to stop. Um, and it was so when I first started kind of getting into entrepreneurial things and trying to create my own income streams and create little businesses outside of my nine to five job one of the first things I did was create a Amazon physical products business. Now I am a fitness enthusiast and, uh, I wanted to create a brand around that. Now that's a, first of all, it's a very competitive space. So if you are considering going into that, uh, just keep that in mind. You have to kind of be able to set yourself apart and be noteworthy in that space. But anyway, I launched a brand in that space and within that brand, one of my products that I introduced that I was sure was going to be absolutely a success and a huge seller, and it was going to kind of I – was, I was convinced this was going to propel my brand to the next level, like that product alone. And pairing that product with the first one and – having uh, like bundles, you know, that have both products together for a, a reduced price, stuff like that. I was convinced that that one was going to be a massive seller and it did the complete opposite. So I'm in, you know, I'm in a situation now where I invest a lot of capital and some of that capital was from the sales of the first product and the first few variations of that product. And some of it was just out of pocket, but I invested a significant amount of capital into the second product and I I launched it. I did a formal launch and I used a few strategies to do that. And I ended up uh, kind of receiving the opposite effect of what I expected. So not only did I launch and get uh, like, you know, very, very few sales right off the bat. Um, I didn't rank for any keywords for for you Amazon people out there uh, and you're familiar with all this stuff. Uh, I'm going to throw out some terminology here that's very specific to Amazon, but I did not rank for the keywords I wanted to rank for. I did not yield the sales that I wanted to yield. And I had to tinker with the pricing to the point where I really wasn't making much on each product. So my profit margins were extremely low. And for a while there, I was actually in the red on that particular product. Now, it's since turned around, but it's been a huge struggle, and I'm still not selling a considerable amount. I'm not selling the volume that I want to. In fact, I have such a surplus of inventory, and I, I stopped putting a, a lot of resources and energy into that particular product. But my point is, I invested a lot of capital. I expected huge results, and by you know, all in, for all intents and purposes, it, it failed. That product it was a failure in my brand. Um, and that's, you know, that's how you could look at it. That's how you could look at it. It it launched, it didn't do anything really comparatively to the first variation and the first product. And I was down a few thousand dollars also at the same time. So a lot of people that are in this situation where they are working a nine to five, and they have a family and they have kids and they have a spouse or, or, or whatever. they, a few thousand dollars is, is is absolutely a significant amount of money, right? That's nothing to scoff at. So the fact that I threw a few thousand dollars into this and wasn't getting it back, well, that's a big problem, right? And for a lot of you, that's that could be a big problem. So what do a lot of people do in this situation? They say, well, well that sucks, but uh, let me quit while I'm ahead here and try to stop the bleeding as much as possible. I mean, I gave it my best shot. It didn't work out. Now it's time to go back to my nine to five. You know, I'll leave this whole entrepreneurial thing up to somebody else. And that happens a lot. And that's the reason why oversaturation of entrepreneurial endeavors and, and, and competition doesn't really ever happen. Um, it, it, will happen here and there in certain spaces when, certain business models become easier than others. Um, and that, that's usually a trending thing that comes and goes. Uh, but but for the most part, uh, there is no business model that exists that has zero risk and zero chance for failure. I'm just going to use that word again, right? Uh, There's there no business model that exists where there is zero risk and zero failure or zero chance of failure. And in fact, I would say every single side business that you could conceptualize has some sort of risk. And if there is no risk, then that means the reward is probably extremely small. But uh, every single business model is going to have some sort of risk. And if you are not ending up in a situation where you're encountering failures left and right, you know, especially in the beginning, uh, or you're encountering failures periodically, then you're not pushing hard enough and you're not going to grow or scale or expand because you're not going outside your comfort zone. So a failure is something that you need to embrace and you need to to love it. You need to appreciate it. You need to expect it. And the thing is, I've grown to almost expect failure so that when I when it does happen, I see it, I feel it, I accept it, and I move on immediately, so quickly. I mean when I say failure i don't I don't mean thousands of dollars every single time, but I mean like if I am trying really hard to find uh, to, to lock down a particular ambassador for something or I'm trying really hard to get a particular person for to 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 do something or I'm trying to strike a particular deal with a supplier or something like that, or you know negotiate a pricing, or I'm launching something and it ends up coming back with, you know, not what I expected. Like those are all, I guess you can consider failures when those don't work out. But those happen so quickly, I just move right on. All right, I move right on. If I run a ad for something in one of my brands and I'm running a, an online ad and I invested money in that ad and I, I have expectations of it doing well, then, and it doesn't, or it doesn't do as well as I expected it to, then I just accept it. I mark down the data and I move on. And that's how you have to deal with failure. If you want to create that lifestyle that you want and you want to get to where you're trying to go, uh, it's not gonna happen overnight ever. And so if you are unable to deal with failure, then you're you're really never gonna get there. I mean, forget the patience of just waiting for a brand to build up and to gather a following and, you know, throw some money out of here and there. Forget all about all that. It there's a there's a failure component to this that a lot of people just don't have the ability to deal with and if you can deal with that like this goes back to everything in life if you can deal with the blows as they come and then just get right back up and keep going that's what's going to set you apart and that's why you're going to be successful that's the huge component of this that so many people just can't do Right? There's a coziness factor to going to a 9-to-5 job and getting a stable salary, getting your stable benefits package, and dealing with the boss that you may or may not like, and the people in your office that you may or may not like, doing the job that you may or may not like. Uh, there's something to that security that a lot of people don't like to get away from. But at the end of the day, most people in that situation that I have ever dealt with do not like that lifestyle and they want a different lifestyle, but they are unwilling to accept the fact that there will be failures and risk along the way. And it's not something you need to be scared of as long as you're expecting it and as long as you're able to get back up. All right, so earlier I mentioned that a coach of mine, I guess you'd call him, a mentor, uh, uses the expression, there is no failure, there's only feedback. Uh, That is true. And if you think about it that way, you know, you will start to be able to react to it potentially a little bit different. Um, But that doesn't mean that it's not going to be significant. So if you have feedback and that feedback costs you $5,000 with nothing to show for it, you know, that's some pretty expensive feedback. So you can look at it that way. It's kind of a psychological game. Uh, But, you know, it's, it's really failure. But it's also a learning experience. So, you know, one of the things that I continually—and you probably do the same thing—if you're in my situation—one of the things I continually try to teach my my son, as a parent, is that you know, life is just a series of tests, right? Especially at his age, when he's trying to grow up, right? He's developing skills, and he's developing all these things for the first time. You know, these are life skills, and and some you know things like sports and whatever. Ed, you know, I'll just use that as, as an example. Sports. Right Right now he's playing soccer and he is learning all these drills and he's learning all these techniques and he's learning what not to do. And I try to express to him the importance of using uh, that, that, that concept. Learning what not to do will help you do what you're supposed to do. Right, learning where not to be on the field will, will instill in you where you should be on the field. Right? If you're playing defense, learning how to attack the striker as he's coming at you, will learning you know, where not to stand when he's coming at you will teach you where to be. Well, the same thing goes for some kind of side hustle, right? Some kind of second business or any business or any project or any, anything when you're doing it for the first time, which you may or may not be doing, especially, you know, if there's a lot of people here that are starting out, learning what not to do is going to teach you what to do. So I am, I'm here to try and help as many people as possible, avoid the obstacles, but there is a significant learning curve here for all of this stuff that comes with experience and the only way to really gain that experience is to actually try it and learn the experience yourself from your own set of experiences rather than try and take something that somebody else learned from a book or a podcast like you know someone like myself and trying to trying to place all of that stuff strategically in your own situation right that's that's good and it'll get you so you know it'll get you to a certain point. But until you try things for yourself and fail and get up and try them again and do them better the next time, uh, you you won't actually be in a situation where you're being truly successful. So that's the whole point. Embrace the failures as they come and expect them and understand that every failure that you do experience is you redefining what it's going to take to be successful and avoiding the situation that caused that failure the first time. The next time you go through it. Everything is a learning experience. Everything is a learning experience. So with that, I'm going to wrap this up short and sweet. Embrace the failures as they come. Take care.